Now, we're in the season of Lent, am I correct? Okay. We're also in the second week of looking in the book of James. And if you have your Bible, I'm going to ask you to turn to the book of James. Um, and one of the reasons I, I love to look at the book of James and read it and study it is that uh, James kind of dispels this whole idea that, that faith is the absence of work. Um, I'm going to assume, and you know you get in trouble when you start assuming, but I'm going to assume you're here today because maybe you, you want to deal with some important issues with God. So I'm going to assume that, that, that maybe you want to experience the fruitfulness and the faithfulness of God's Word in your life. I'm going to assume maybe that's why you're here today. Uh, contrary to a lot of belief and talk that's out today, we, we only get one life. We don't get any mulligans. We don't get any comebacks, no do-overs. So as a result, I believe God wants us to experience the fruitfulness and the faithfulness of of God's blessings and success in and, and, and every dimensions of our life and our relationships and our finances and our parenting and our, and our life missions and ministries that God gives us. But there's one thing we have to understand and realize is it, it does not do any good to believe the Word if you do not work the Word. All right? It doesn't do any good to believe the Word if you're not willing to work the Word of God. So what we're going to look at today is we're going to try to see that we cannot separate faith from work or faith from perseverance. Now, I know that there are many, many people, probably some of you sitting here this morning, that you want the blessings of God. You want all that God has for you. But far fewer people are willing to pay the price of what we could say stick-to-itiveness to experience the blessings of God in our life. And so that's what I want to look at today and perseverance, a lifetime commitment in the same direction. Can I ask you to bow your head for a moment? Let us pray. Lord, teach us through your Holy Spirit and open our eyes and our ears that not only may we see, but apply the truth of your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, we're going to be again in the book of James. Go look in chapter 1. We're going to be looking at verse 2. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Uh oh, I don't. Come on. I don't like the way that sounds, do you? But it continues to go on by saying, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Now today we're going to pay attention to several words. One of the words we're going to pay attention to is the word trials. Fruitfulness. Fruitfulness comes from maturity. It comes from completeness. I can remember years ago when I planted some tomato plants for Carolyn because you know I wasn't planting them for myself because I don't eat tomatoes. And I became impatient watching the tomato plants grow. And I picked the tomatoes too early. I thought, oh, really, i got to get them now. So I picked them too early, and it was too soon. They weren't worth eating. Since then, I've never planted another tomato plant and don't intend to. Okay? Because it ruined the whole thing. In verse 12 of our, of our scripture, in James 1, 12, it says, Blessed are those who persevere under trial, because when they have stood the test, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love 
him. I want to ask you to do a favor for me today. Those of you that have a driver's license, will you take your driver's license out of your billfold or, or purse for a moment? Come on. If you have your billfold or purse available, if you can get your driver's license, take them out, okay? All right. Now, what I want you to do, I want you to look at something on your driver's license. Now, I'm not going to ask you to look at your weight or anything like that. Uh, there's one thing that induces stress on every occasion, and that is taking a test, right? Now, how many of you remember taking your driver's license test? Okay, all right, I remember that. I remember how I felt. I, I don't want to ever have to do that again, okay? But there's another thing I want you to look on your driver's license, okay? Uh, everybody look at the picture. No, don't, you, don't, you don't have to show it to anybody else, okay? Uh, I want you to look at when it expires. Oh, mine expires next month. Is there anybody looking at your driver's license that you just discovered your license has expired? We had one in the first service. Anybody here? Uh-oh. Okay. All right. Now, now, what I want us to do is I want us to understand that taking tests is very stressful. I remember 16 years of age, a little while back, I took that test. You know what? I do not want to have to take a driving test again. If I had to take a driving test or written in a driving test, I would most likely fail it. That's the last thing that I need in my life. Someone tried to tell me how to parallel park again. How many of you still know how to parallel park? We don't do much parallel parking anymore because of the way the parking and things configured and all. Do you even have to parallel park to take your driver's license test now? Do you have to? Well, that's not fair. Good Lord. That's one of those things I really had to sweat through. I hate parallel parking even today. Especially if you're downtown Birmingham and you've got to parallel park on the street and there's somebody behind you waiting you to parallel park and they're going, hmm, probably going to take them two or three times to get it in there. No, I, I just don't like doing that. And so what I want us to do is I want us to look at today. You can put your driver's license back now. Don't, don't, don't misplace it, okay? I want us to pay attention to this verse 2 in, in the word trials. Consider it pure joy. Listen to the words, pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kind, because you know that testing of your faith produces perseverance. Now, trials and testing is the same word in the Greek, and it means put to the proof. Do you know that's why we take tests? Tests are stressful. And the reason that we are tested is that we have to know what we're supposed to know. It's only when you are tested can you know that you're supposed to move up to the next level. That's what tests are all about. Test to know that you know what you know, that you can be trusted that to what you know. And then you can be taught more and vice versa. And so the purpose of testing is to put to proof that you're supposed to know what you know. Testing those of you are still in school, those of you can remember, testing produces perseverance. What does it do? It strengthens you. It, it prepares you to go to that next level. Now, my childhood would have been a lot easier if I didn't have to have tests. A whole lot easier. But unfortunately, teachers still today want to give you tests. Am I right, school teachers? We still give tests today. Why? It, it helps us prepare and gets us ready to handle the next level. So the whole purpose that we're, we're put through these tests is for us to make sure that we're capable to, capable to persevere to the next level. So character and strength are formed in fire. Character and strength are formed under stress. How's a diamond formed? Under stress. Now, 
We all probably heard and we probably read about somebody who won the lottery. And then after they won the lottery, they've lost everything. In fact, statistics show us that one out of three people who, who win the lottery, they're broke, flat broke within five years. But not only do they, do they, do they lose their money, but they many times will lose their family and lose all of their other possessions. So there's nothing about instant success. There's nothing lasting about that. There's nothing about instant character. There's nothing about instant strength. Everyone in this room, I'm sure you want to be successful in something in some area of your life. Am I right? Okay, we want to be successful. And so we're told uh, that, that, that if you're be successful, you've got to persevere to be there. Now, a couple of Sundays ago, Carol and my wife and I stood up here before you, and we did a little uh, sharing together. And we shared with you that it wasn't after our 20th year of marriage that Carol and I realized what God desired in marriage between a husband and a wife. 